and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Catherine Hammond and I'm here today with Matt Small from our business services research team. We're going to talk about some of the trends that can be seen in Matt's recent update to our cloud services revenue tracker. And we'll be focusing particularly on what this can tell us about prospects for telecoms operators to grow their own cloud services revenue. So Matt, maybe you could start by talking about what we saw from the big cloud players in 2022 in terms of their reported revenue growth. Uh, sure. So hi, Catherine. It's nice to be here. And yeah, what we saw from from you know the major cloud players, the hyperscalers and the, the SaaS providers is they did continue um, you know, the, the trend of the past few years of having, you know, high growth rates, um, revenue growth rates year on year, but they did drop compared to 2020 and 2021. So for the past couple of years, you know, hyperscalers had their cloud units had you know, really impressive growth rates of about 35, 40% year on year, and then about 20, 25% for SaaS providers. But this year we saw that drop by five to 10%. So they're still maintaining these high growth rates, but trending downwards. And you know, there's a could be a number of reasons for this. Obviously, the main one is due to the the uncertainty in the economy at the moment. There's some unfavorable exchange rates um, compared to the to the US dollar for for some regions and countries. And equally, you know, companies are reducing their IT spend due to the uncertainty in the the economy, which may come in the form of you know delaying um, migrating workloads to the cloud or adopting SaaS solutions. Yeah, so you talk about hyperscalers and you talked about SaaS providers. So kind of on the cloud compute and the, the business application side, we've seen really strong growth. It's dipped a bit. And as you say, there are some reasons behind that. But it sounds like it's still pretty strong. Yes, 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 definitely. It is it's still extremely strong. And the, these growth rates are something that um, operators would certainly like to, to be at. Yeah, well, well, let's 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 think about telecoms operators a little bit then, because many of them have made quite substantial investments over the last few years, looking at gaining skills and capabilities around those kind of cloud services. Um, so, how's that working out for them in terms of reported revenue? Is there anything that we we can see on that? Well, first of all, generally, yes, it is looking very positive for them. But I suppose we do have to um, have to say. You know, before we get into this, there's only three or so operators that have consistently reported their cloud revenue over the past um, three years, and then occasionally some other op- operators may report something um, occasionally. But um, it's it's good to put that into context because then you know th- these are likely to be the operators who are doing who are doing the best in the in the cloud services market. But but yes, it, it, it's it's looking good. Yeah, their growth rates are actually increasing, which is at odds to the rest of the market that we just that we just discussed. For example, Orange and Macquarie Telecom, they've increased their their revenue growth rates um, every year since 2020. And then this is you know in terms of absolute rates, this is you know about 10% a year last year for Orange and about 20% for for Macquarie. And you know there's similar things for for Vodafone, we're very positive. Um, growth in their cloud business as well and then f- from again what they've said is you know much of this growth is coming down to demand for the public cloud services from 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 the hyperscalers really and they're, they're really benefiting from that and, and growing on it as well okay so that's great um and you said their growth is actually picking up over time i think at, at odds with um as you say with with some of the the big cloud specialists who are seeing that drop off slightly yes exactly although their absolute rates are still um are still lower than 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 the major cloud players 
Sure, sure. Um, so they're doing well then, but they're lagging behind the market as a whole. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They are still lagging behind the likes of, you know, Microsoft as your AWS Salesforce. Yeah. And, you know, achieving the growth rates of those providers is is probably not achievable for for most, if not all, operators. But there is still um, ground that can that can be gained to do this. And if they if they do want to do this, there's a there's a, there's a number of um, you know specific cloud areas that they could invest in and try and move away from the from the simple reselling of you know SaaS or cloud compute services, which you know also tend to be to be lower margin. So they could invest in you know professional service teams or other cloud specialists to help um, you know bring like a, a managed service as- aspect to um, to their portfolio. And I think we've seen quite a few firms do operators do that, aren't we, in terms of professional services capabilities? Yes, definitely. Vodafone mentioned, um, or Vodacom rather, mentioned that they, they've invested in you know hundreds of AWS um, certified cloud specialists in in, in South Africa. So it's definitely something um, operators are looking at. Yeah, yeah, and I think players like Orange have been doing it for quite a long time as well, building up that that um, professional services team. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yes, exactly, exactly. And there's also, um, you know, the the areas of you know hybrid, public, and private, private cloud, and, and multi cloud services. We've seen from our from our surveys of, of operators that they believe that, that the number of companies that are taking hybrid and multi cloud services is increasing. So it's definitely an area that operators should look at investing in to deliver these services to help secure some some future revenue growth. And there are also some, you know, longer-term bets in, in the area of um, of sovereign cloud, especially in in areas such as Europe, where we're getting um, stricter and stricter data sovereignty laws. So while at the moment it might not be producing any any real meaningful revenue or revenue growth for operators, it definitely does have the the potential to do so in the future. Great. So, so in a nutshell, then, professional services um, focus on that kind of hybrid multi-cloud environment and, and maybe some, some prospects in future if, if as sovereign cloud services become more important. Yeah, definitely. As you said, and that's it in a nutshell. Great. Um, so, uh, I mean, from an operator point of view, they're, they're doing well. There's scope for them to do more. Um, and, uh, yeah, as you say, we can, they can look at the, some of those areas to, uh, to focus on. Great. Thanks, Matt. And you've written up an article on this, which we'll uh, make sure is put into the show notes. Brilliant. Thanks, Catherine. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We welcome your comments, feedback and reviews. Thanks for listening. <laughs>